This is Monday, November 8th, and we're finishing up our Flourish podcast, and we're getting started with a short series that's going to focus on our Granada Church vision for the coming year that's called When Love Comes to Town. And this week is a bridge week, and we'll be learning about both topics as we walk through this last section in the book of Colossians for our study. This friend of mine was out looking for a car years ago, and he found a make and model that he liked. But he did not buy the car right away. But there was something he learned in the process. He said a few days later, he noticed how many of this kind of car were on the road in town. He'd never noticed this car all around him until he became interested in this specific model. And then it seemed like he was seeing this car everywhere. Yes, his mind had been trained to look for it. Now, this kind of training of our hearts and minds happens with God. This is part of the explanation for our briefed text for today. This is Colossians 4, 3. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Now, Paul has just described for us the life lived in the name of Jesus. It seems like he's turning to teach us about prayer, but there's much more to it than that. He's teaching us to train our eyes and hearts to see the presence of God. Often, as a pastor, people ask me when God is going to show up in their lives. It feels like God is absent and that he only makes brief appearances. There are occasions when God makes his presence known, but people feel like that rarely happens. But what if you learned that was not true? That was the experience of Jacob. Do you remember what happened to him when he was running from his brother Esau? Jacob had stolen Esau's blessing and lied to his father about his identity. And then he found himself alone with God. And the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Jacob saw a ladder bridging heaven and earth and angels going up and down the ladder. And the Lord appeared at the top of the ladder and spoke these words to Jacob. I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. You will spread out to the west, to the east, to the north, and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. That's Genesis 28, 13-15. Now, Jacob had not asked for the Lord's presence. He wasn't seeking God. Instead, God sought him out and made promises to Jacob. He told him that he would not leave him. Now, when Jacob woke up, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Now, the amazing thing is that this was no particular place. Scripture tells us this place did not even have a name until the next day when Jacob called it Bethel. That means house of God. Yes, there in the wilderness, in the middle of nowhere, God was present. This is the house of God. 
Now, the point is that the gate of heaven could be anywhere, and it really is everywhere. Your car can be the place where you encounter the presence of the Lord of hosts. Now, let's think about the words of Paul to the church in Colossae now. He told them to pray, to be watchful. Why? The Lord is working. The Lord is among them. They may not see the presence of the Lord, but he is with them. And this is also the story of our lives. We are often oblivious to the presence of God. It's not that God shows up just every blue moon, leaving us to wonder if he exists. No, the world is filled with the glory of the Lord. He is the God who is with us. Much like my buddy whose thinking and vision had to be trained to see the car, our hearts and minds need to be trained to know that the Lord is present. God doesn't just show up when emergencies come or on rare occasion. This is why the, Paul tells the church to pray. Prayer attunes our hearts to the presence of God. The purpose of prayer is primarily that, not to get the things on our wish list filled. Yes, God answers prayer, but prayer is more about being present with the God who is always present with you. And this explains Paul's command to be watchful. As you attune your heart to the presence of God in your life, you become more observant. We give fresh attention to God and what he's doing around us. The great author J.R.R. Tolkien, the writer of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, said that we need to clean our windows, clear our vision of the things that block our sight of God. He says that we have a problem really seeing the things we know best. They're ordinary to us. And so we're unable to sense the presence of God in our lives. So what might happen if we learn to be watchful, perceptive of God's presence and God's handiwork? We'd be able to see the presence of the Lord even in the wilderness, in the middle of nowhere. This is why people miss Jesus. He was ordinary. He was a man that looked much like any other Jewish man. On the surface, there was nothing that gave away his identity. But to the watchful and perceptive, they knew they were in the presence of the Lord. So pray. Be watchful this day as you walk with God. And take note of the God who is present with you. Clean the dirty windows and train your heart to know the presence of the Lord. Let's pray. Faithful God, we claim that you're absent, but our windows are so dirty we can't see our vision is obscured by busyness, faithlessness, and the ordinary. Remind us today that you are ever-present and ever-faithful. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.